this really attractive dude came into the store today. I'm like, no, I mean, no, I, don't, I don't know, just some random guy. Clue? No, this dude was like tall. He looked like Henry Cavill, muscular, had nice hair, good face structure. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're a good looking dude. So like, he's on your list. Did you tell yeah. him that? No, no. Cause I, I, I have a trouble complimenting either men or women. Like, Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 167. That's what this episode is. is it? Uh, we're here, just three of us this time. No Tyler. Sorry, mm. buddy. No, no T-Dog. We had, a, you. we had to record it early since Brittany and I are going out of town this weekend. So this is a early, super early recording. Super early. But we're here. We're going to keep it light. We're going to be talking about uh, a movie for the week, Fargo, with the hero. We're going to talk about the Netflix show Maniac. And Brittany's going to talk about Doctor Who. Of and course the I premiere. <laughs> when do I not? the charts premiere the amount yeah. the amount of times that i've talked about dr who on this podcast is not proportional to how much i watch it <laughs> and how much you talk about other topics like <laughs> what do you mean comparatively like pick a topic any other topic you've talked about in dr who you just like dwarf it in how much you've talked about dr who yeah it's like lord of the rings normal and then like the extended release yeah like and it's never relevant either that's no. okay just something about it Something just gets, triggers you. Something triggers me, reminds me of it, and I just have to do the same rant every time. I'm not going to do it today. Don't let me. Okay. Uh, Rob and I are playing chess. I'm going first this time. He is. He's Anything going. to report for the week for you? Uh, our house is officially on the market. Hell yeah. Any any buyers looking in the Vegas area, come get it. Come get it. It's a good deal. So aside from that, not much. Uh, Watching Maniac. Watch Maniac. Watch Fargo for the first time. Working. I bought Super Mario Party. Super Mario Party? Super Mario Party. Did you get that at the dollar store? I sure did. <laughs> That's been fun. Other than that, nothing exciting. Yeah. You, you and I were talking and you like the Wii U version better than the Switch version. I it never, just feels more complete. I've never played the Wii U version, but from everything I've seen yes. about the Wii U version. I've never played it either. It so. looks significantly more robust than the Super, Mar- Super Mario Party. Both. Isn't it just called Mario Party? No, it's Super Mario Party. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because it's not numbered this time. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I haven't played Mario Party since Mario Party 5 for the GameCube. I so. have Mario Party 2 for the N64 at home. That would be really fun to play because that that's when it was like really good. Mario Party 4 was really good. I played the GameCube ones. I don't know if I played any I, of the N64 ones. I think ones. the GameCube ones were kind of like oh, still on the rise. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe not Anyways, it just feels significantly less complete than the, the other ones I've played. Like, there's only four maps. You have to unlock one of them. Wait for the DLC. That's what I'm thinking. Like, legit, I don't want that It feels case. like there's going to be a DLC. That's what I love about Nintendo is they never really did that. I know. It's this last cycle with the Switch. Because there's, there's a, the map basically is like a, a, a two-by-two box in the middle. There's like the, the different mini games On the leftmost side, uh, when you first go in, there's an empty spot. And every other spot has like a pipe or something there. And there's nothing there. Just random characters that'll, that'll cycle out when you, pl- when you finish a match. Um, you can talk to them and they just say different stuff or do like little quizzes and stuff like that. So I feel like there's going to be a DLC for like extra maps or some other shit. Or I haven't unlocked it. Okay. Right. I hope it's just there unlocking. Are unlocks. Nah, it seems pretty sparse to be just unlocks though. That's bullshit. We're coming yeah. for you, Nintendo. Yeah. They're on my shit list just... now. Yeah, I'm sure. Britt, anything to report for you? Mm-hmm. Love and life? I've had a good week. It's been busy, but... And you have the light at the end of the tunnel with the Flagstaff. Oh, I've been so excited. Yeah. I almost didn't want to go to work today because I just wanted to skip to tomorrow. But then I had a good day at work, so it was cool. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been listening to murder podcasts. That's fun. <laughs> My favorite murder, specifically. I like it. I don't get... Like, I get the criticism, but I like that they don't research things. 
Is that the biggest criticism of the show? The biggest criticism, I think, is that they just, like, go off topic a lot, or they don't research all their topics, but, like, they say from episode one, yeah, we're not like that. I think it's (laughs) funny. I just think they're funny, and they're, like, talking about gruesome murders and rapes, and they're just laughing. Hell yeah. And making jokes about it. A good family time podcast. It's funny, (laughs) but they're not great at podcasting. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I like them. That's fun. Do you guys want to get into the show first? Talk about the movie? Oh, yeah. Show yeah. first. Okay. You're dying to... <laughs> yeah, because the show has it's been so much fun. I know we uh, we talked Monday about the topics, and you were like, please, can we make it three episodes? You're like, I need to, I need I to keep I watching. I watched the fourth one, too. You watched the fourth one, too? Yeah. I, I After the fourth one, now, I kind of got reached a spot where like, okay, I need to stop, kind of ingest everything I watch, then kind of go into the fifth one. Yeah, because we watched episode one on its own, and then we watched two and three back to back that's that's probably good the way the pacing goes yeah episode one i was just like man this is a cool world it's like so similar but just slightly different it's like Mm -hmm. retro futurism like yes come come to life well yeah but it's really grounded i guess like a lot of it is super real like it's still normal stuff it's Mm -hmm. just like when they're out in the world you can actually see like the differences because like it's like a black mirror episode yeah that is, that is kind of a vibe I, I didn't really catch but yeah that is that does make a lot of sense like the first time i it really struck out to me was when owen was sitting on the bench and then like you hear just like this russian tourist group with like a tour guide just like walking by mm-hmm. with everyone the new statue of liberty 2 or whatever like something yeah i, I, I didn't catch that but i'll have to, I'll have to go back and yeah that. Mm-hmm. the russian speaker like said like and there's like the new statue of liberty or whatever and it was just like totally different statue of liberty like with a sword and everything i was like what the fuck yeah <laughs> what's america become yeah mm-hmm. huh. it was the ad buddies that threw oh. me you oh. didn't really see those in the first episode did you or yeah they you did. saw with Owen. one yeah yeah because he can't he can't pay for the train or something yeah and mm-hmm. he's like oh, he's calling me he's like, mm-hmm. yeah that that, funny. that concept is interesting because it takes what we, were, we, we already do and like shoves it in your face mm-hmm. yeah and it becomes very apparent that this is it's almost like a, it's very topical, or not topical, very uh, come on the nose with how society is and just doesn't even know they're like that. I mean, if Ad Buddy existed, would you use it? No. I would make every attempt not to use it. Really? Because I, I, I think ads are are ways to trick people into spending money on things they wouldn't ordinarily need because they, they get into your brain. Although that's more, Ad Buddy seems like it's more research based, yep. where it's like you're a focus group of one. Right. So I would avoid it, but I have a lizard brain like everybody else. And so, you know, we succumb to our own little desires and everything i feel like i would use it for little things like how um annie used it in episode two to like eat a meal or something like that like sure whatever like it's not that many ads you can just sit and eat and like they can talk Talk to you you. and you can just ignore them like whatever like Mm -hmm. i feel like if that existed i would probably use it for things like that yeah but not for huge purchases going to salt lake city yeah (laughs) that was that was really fun the salt lake city conversation Mm -hmm. because like the ad buddy was like that sounds not normal, but that sounds like fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that is clever and also interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, sad for the ad buddy person. I thought you were going to say yeah. that was so fun. Like, the whole flashback of what happened to her sister. I was like, damn, Rob, that's Spoilers. fucked up. <laughs> Anything else about the first episode? Trick. I felt... First episode was... It, it, it felt very boring. Yeah. Is that me? It I was a lot of exposition. <laughs> it was just a lot of exposition yeah. because i feel like the first two episodes were supposed to give you owen and annie's like backgrounds and what led them to where they are now and then from there it moved into like the point of the show yeah no it, it was kind of fun the world building it was mm-hmm. slow but it definitely was building um 
Oh my god, Jonah Hill's character. It was necessary. I, oh yeah, I didn't think I wasn't bored by the first episode just because I was so interested in what was happening, what I was, was so up with the world. Right. Yeah. I, I guess bored's not the right word. Yeah. I guess I was. I guess based on the trailers, I was expecting much more not higher pace, but uh, yeah, more tantalizing it, things. It feels happening. like so much was packed into the trailer. It's like how can they spend an entire episode just like building to it? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah, and then you get into episode two. Yeah. Well, I mean, even at the end of the first episode, did you think that Annie was actually? I didn't know. Oh, really? Like, I was like, I didn't know. I'm like, because on one hand, she could be, because he, because had he seen that guy? Yeah. Okay, so he'd seen the guy there. Jed. Yeah. And so he's seen him, and then I was like, I don't, he's tripping balls, because that guy clearly shimmered in, and then disappeared. And the other girl's clearly real, because everybody else interacting with her. But I didn't know. I was like, that just could be him projecting what he wants to see. So, I don't know. I was like, lost. I believed for... The, like I believe the whole time that she was fucking with him, yeah. Because like her behavior from his perspective was just really suspicious, and yeah. then he's like kind of crazy and kind of. He has a mental disorder. He sure does. Mm-hmm. And he was approaching her and making her uncomfortable, and she was trying to be in this study. Like, of course she's gonna fucking lie to him. Right. I don't know. I never really was like surprised by that twist of her not actually being his contact for whatever the fuck. No, and I think if it was a regular TV show where it came out like week by week, like that would be just an interesting cliffhanger, I guess. But binge watching it, I didn't believe it. And then it was confirmed within an episode. So I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of throwaway. The second episode, I was surprised that it started with Annie and like her backstory and like what happened with her. I didn't think that she was real half of the episode i was like annie's probably just like tripping balls during the study like i didn't think that what was happening was like backstory until she finally got into the actual study and i was yeah. like oh okay this all actually happened yeah, you thought it was all like a dream right yeah especially when she went to the public library terminal which was kind of weird on top of it it's and, a weird dystopian semi-future yeah and the letters all spelled out a and i was like okay so she's definitely on drugs and then yeah. it just kept going past and i was like Okay, so I guess she just, like, freaked out for a minute. Just withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, the withdrawals makes more sense. Like, you kind of have mm-hmm. that, that, like, out-of-body experience because your body's like, I need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, that A thing. Yeah. Because that was... Where was she at? Was she in the train station? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. And then you finally get to the trial and the drugs and see what it does. And then you see this Annie's backstory of why she does it. And just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like, really sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, oh, it's going to be one of these shows. Okay. It, it's mm-hmm. even more sad that she knowingly keeps doing it just to relive those last moments with her sister. Yeah. I mean, when people blame themselves for stuff like that, like they want to keep punishing themselves. Mm-hmm. They but, w- yeah. but she knows it wasn't even her fault. She knows it was the driver's fault. Like she even like, I think episode three, she actually says that to, um, I think there's a part of her that knows, but the part of her, yeah, the drug addict part of her is like, and no, I have to punish myself. Yeah. And if you watch the episode, if she saw it in time, she could have just gone straight into the other lane and been safe. Right. But because she turned the way she did, she literally had Ellie mm-hmm. hit like head on mm-hmm. yeah. and just Ellie. And that's mm-hmm. why they didn't both die. Like she, yeah. she essentially killed her sister, but she didn't. Not in the way. Yeah. That it like they shouldn't have been taking pictures while driving. Yeah. They were being irresponsible. Yeah. It was bad situation. Yeah. And I think Annie is well aware of that. And that's mm-hmm. why she's punishing herself and like has to keep doing it. Yeah. Same with uh, the... patient number one. Because <laughs> I don't remember her name either. She's number nine. Well, patient number one is Owen. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, the ex- I, don't, I, like, I honestly, <laughs> uh, since episode, I think two, 
two and a half halfway through. They started referring to them as patients or subject. I think it's maybe yeah. It's, yeah. Subject one and He's nine. He's one and she's nine. Yeah, You're I fucked just, up. I'm just like I don't care the names anymore because they, they're. <laughs> You're fucked up. Given <laughs> later on, like it doesn't matter either because they're not just, people. They're not. They're subjects. Yeah. It's a scientific method. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else happened in two? I forgot. It was mostly just Annie's backstory. Yeah, Annie's backstory and then the trial oh, and dad. then her dad and the dad weird in, like, the deprivation in the avoid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Sad, but it's cool seeing this backstory, but not like, I don't know. It wasn't so in your face. It was just like, this is who she is and why mm-hmm. she acts the way she does. Mm-hmm. And now let's get back to the story so mm-hmm. you have a more well, full picture. I think he's grieving. There. Yeah. Did, did they, was he, his, her I, mom's dead too. Right? I think that's what they imply. Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so. They so haven't he's lost said. a daughter and a wife. Like, I feel yeah. like he's probably just like, I don't want to see the world like anymore. Like, yeah. just yeah and that's probably like fucked up her more but because she needs someone to confide in that doesn't exist yeah well she has drugs exactly yeah, yeah. that's me drugs are a coping mechanism for a lot of reasons and then you end the episode with owen like opening his eyes and acting does it start episode three start with them saying like his levels are weird or does it end with them saying i think it just ends with them waking up after oh, her yeah. dream they come out of the blue and, and she like smiles right yeah because she yeah. got to relive it yeah yeah and then episode up, three episode three you find out Owen didn't take the drug because he... He thought that Annie was going to give him further instructions. She was going to activate him. Yeah. He wanted to be alert. Because yeah. what's... Because like, how's the best way to explain it for people that don't watch? Like, he, He's kind of got schizophrenia. Kind of? He does. He's schizophrenic. Yeah, Paranoid schizophrenic who thinks that Annie is like someone who's supposed Annie. to activate him to save the world. Yeah. Basically. As told by like an alter ego version of his older brother. That appears to him. Who's also still alive, right? Yes. Okay. His brother's alive. Is it the one that's trying it's to coerce him? Into something that we don't know. Yeah. To testify on his behalf yeah, for what him, I'm assuming is like rape or something. Yeah, give him an alibi, basically. Of yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. And Owen believes that... Jonah Hill, I don't know if he ever specified. Owen believes that he is the chosen one for the universe and he has to see the patterns. And now Annie is here to tell him, like, this is your next step. This is how you mm-hmm. defeat the evil in the world yeah. yeah so the way they come out of the blue they leave the room he, he doesn't take him the pill and he tells her this and that's when annie's like i don't fucking know who you are i'm sorry yeah, yeah i lied to you yeah yeah basically i'm, a, I'm just as bad a person as you are <laughs> we're here now enjoy the ride yeah just fucking let's get paid get that money episode three was my favorite so far oh yeah because the backstory is like done like you just get to experience it minus the weird like hentai hentai scene, scene. <laughs> oh with justin Thoreau. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was, was like was really funny yelling i hate this i hate this the whole time that's I was like that's this is terrible i thought it was funny it was really i thought funny. it was awful um the one of the doctors died while annie was being well, let's, go, let's go over what happens in that room before so annie owen and one other patient Person get flagged five, subject five the weird the tall weird guy who's white who brought condoms yes the yeah. condom guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny so they, they get, get flagged, flagged because yeah. their levels are off. Something's mm-hmm. weird about their shit. And Subject 5 tells them, like, anytime there's an issue, they flag you. Usually you get kicked out. You definitely don't get paid. And that's that. So he gets kicked out. He doesn't get his condoms back. He's yeah. very upset about that. Well, he was going to get kicked out. But then... Um, Owen goes in, talks, gives his... Dr. Robert. Yeah, Dr. Robert. He's like, I know you didn't take the pill. Yeah. He's and like, he... I did. And here's my memory that I relived. And you see that. And then he's like fucking take the pill like you're taking the pill right now so he does and then he has a actual memory which you don't see i would have liked to see it yeah but there's probably a reason why we don't see it though i'm sure there is and then he goes out and he's totally like high essentially and like 
brings Annie in, and then she's talking to him. Robert's talking to her. He relates to her, and then he just fucking dies. Yeah. Halfway through a conversation, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. I, I knew no. I knew that something was gonna happen with Justin Thoreau because I saw that he was a doctor uh, as well, but we hadn't seen him yet. So I'm like, he's got to get involved somehow. Right. So him dying was like, oh, okay. I don't I like know that she was just like, "Is this a test?" Oh, that was. And the phone's I'll be here ringing. forever. Yeah. <laughs> phones are ringing. Am I like, supposed to answer the phone? And he's literally dead. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you're actually dead. <laughs> Fuck. And then she grabs uh, Owen to come in the room. Yeah. And they basically what? They forge their papers to make it look like he did not flag. Yeah. He, them. They yeah. just take out all like his notes and yeah. put them in yeah. the keep file. Approve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. she's snooping around and finds his stash that she where he got yeah. one a pill to give to Owen. Yeah. And she goes to take it, and he, uh, Owen's saying something to her. He's telling her about his memory and like what he relived. Got it. Got it. And mm-hmm. she's like kind of listening, kind of not, yeah. and then, like she puts the drugs back. Then, I don't know if anything he said made her feel that way, but I think she just wants I to try like to get did, better. But we didn't. It didn't like get acknowledged by the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it, if what he said affected her, it must have been super subtle or just off screen. It's yeah. gonna come out later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But cool character moment, and they don't tell anyone. They're just like, fuck it. Like let's just go back and she act like, like nothing, nothing happened. fucked up happened. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other doctor's name? It's like, it's like uh, Azumi. Yeah, yes. Azumi. Yeah. I don't know if she has. I a like her. Name. I li- I like. The way they designed her character so much. Yeah. yeah. I, She's British, but Japanese. She's a ballerina and an actress and a model, I believe. In really? real life? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah. yeah. I like her. She's, she's funny. Like, she's like in her 30s. She's like done all kinds of weird, like all kinds. I looked up because I was like, who is this person? What has she yeah. been in before? And she's like, looked and I'm like, oh, she's like got like fine arts and shit like that. And then also oh, right. acting. Huh. So. I had no idea. But yeah, she had the British accent. And then this episode, I believe she speaks in Japanese. And I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Who does she speak Japanese to? Yoda. I don't know. Some guy on a TV. The subtitle said his name was Yoda. Yeah. She was talking to some like television set that didn't have a face on it. Oh, the, that was such a fun scene too. Mm-hmm. The big dude holding the TV thing up. For no fucking and reason. I'm like, that is such a weird thing, but so perfect for this like world. Yeah. And she was like, after they found the corpse, she was like, I'm going to the 77th floor. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Because they were on like, the, the second subfloor, I think. Second or third. Yeah. yeah. So a big fucking building yeah what was it uh NR, nrp nrp npb npb yeah yeah so like a big like neberdeen pharmaceutical and biotech yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. so they leave they find the body she goes and talks to the face in the face in the in the room yeah then she goes to get justin thoreau's character james mantle ray i love the name it's such a fun name and she walks <laughs> in on him masturbating it's... yeah basically i mean it's it's auto <sighs> autonomous masturbation basically it looks like it's like a like not a strip club, but like a virtual reality strip club. Yeah, well, was it? I think it was called a virtual like, reality it, brothel. I, I think it was called. I think it was what they show on things like Atlant- Atlanta fuck or something like that. It was a hilarious <laughs> uh, showing all the different like discs on there because all yeah. this VR sex stuff for him. Yeah, I think he called it like Atlantis or something. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, she's like the queen of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous but hilarious at the same time. So that, you, you that I it, like right? that in his little vr fantasy he had hair because yeah. he's like, like balding and like like long locks long like, gray he looked, like sephiroth like, uh, hair like almost like goku though too like oh, yeah, yeah i was so confused i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean part of this fantasy is not fucking some Octopus. video game character but like hair. he has hair <laughs> yeah he's like because he he's clearly sensitive about that because yeah, he has yeah. a toupee and immediately yeah. after he gets upset he's like you shouldn't see me like this and like <laughs> And that's what he's concerned yeah. about. Not that he has some, like, contraption. giant contraption on his dick. <laughs> and he just leaves it on. The entire scene yeah. he's talking to Azumi. He needs just... minutes to collect himself. Yeah. And he'll be outside. Yeah. <laughs> 
thank you. For, also, thank you for braving the uh, outside. So I think I want to see more about her backstory. I think yeah. she's agoraphobic. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And like the scientific setting is good for her because it's like very sterile and like. And they sleep in the lab yeah. in these weird like compartments. Like yeah. a uh, sensory deprivation chambers. Yeah, almost. Like, yeah. I don't really want to get into the computer because I feel like we're just describing the episode at this point. Yeah. The episodes. Yeah. But once I know more about Sally this. Fields. Really. Yeah. Oh, Who's that? Funny. Greta. Sally Fields is the computer. Yes. Gertie. Sally Fields. Um. You'd see, you'd know her from Mrs. Lincoln. Mrs. Doubtfire, the mom. You saw Lincoln, right? Yes. That's more recent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know you've seen Lincoln. Yes. You said you went on a date to see Lincoln. Sure did. Was it great? Uh, yeah. Good movie. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Correct answer. Don't you fuck this up, Cody. <laughs> so she gets emotional about the first doctor dying. dying. Robert, yeah. And has like a chemical reaction and it fuses Annie and Owen's wires in the computer Mm-hmm. And if you've seen the trailer, I'm sure that's going to come into play in these future tests of what happens with Annie and Owen. I'm sure since you've seen episode. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the episode, you see like they're, they're in the same like dream of this weird, like fucked up 70s thing. He has this terrible mullet and she <laughs> so has. Funny. No, his mullet is great. His mullet is great. It's terrible. perfectly permed. They have weird like Boston accents or like Philadelphia accents. Yeah. yeah. No, Something. Cool. She, the, that, that, that next episode is uh, interesting. I can't wait. I just remember from the trailer seeing like a medieval yes. uh, situation they get in. I'm, I'm excited thinking, to see that. I'm thinking it goes a, it, multiple episodes of span because I've only seen the next one. That's mm-hmm. it. I, I'm wondering how they're going to play that out because it seems like from the trailer you're saying it's multiple different things. But as far as I know, there's only one more test. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to. I, I feel know. like they're going to stretch out this B section because you take pill A, pill B, pill C. I think right. pill B is like. Multiple episodes long. I think it's going to be stretched out we'll find out stretched out what do you guys think of the show so far though i it's very creative mm-hmm. it's I've never seen a show like it i mean black mirror but i it like that me, it's the first episode, extended yes. black mirror episode yeah. it reminds me of uh san juniper junipero <laughs> that one it reminds me of that a lot yeah like it's got okay. very weird like theming and everything else in terms of, like the world itself okay mm-hmm. um but yeah it seems like a long black mirror episode but not one of the like weird ones but like one of the ones that kind of like wholesome ish Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Because it can get pretty dark. It's already gotten pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah, I don't expect this show to really have a happy ending, and it's a limited series, so is this like... I, think it's like I wonder if it's like done. It's 10 episodes. Is it, oh, it's 10. Okay. I think it's 10 episodes. I so, hope that it's just one and done. Yeah, yeah I'm so hoping Like, I want is. everything to just be wrapped up. I want it to be just a great, like, addition to the universe. To television. Yeah. So, side note, not about the show itself. Well, kind of about the show. So, we know that Emma Stone can act very well. She has yes. a good range. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be Jonah Hill's, like, breakout. He can do a lot more than be the funny fat guy. Yeah. Because I think he has, still, even though he's lost a bunch of weight, mm-hmm. he still, I think, has that... Uh, typecast? Ap- yeah, typecasting appearance in everything he does. Yeah, but, I mean, he's been in serious stuff before, like Moneyball. But he's, like... But he, he wasn't the main guy in Moneyball. No. This is, like, him. Yeah. He's the leading he's actor the lead, in the lead a serious guy. role. Do you think right. him also directing his own movie is going to help with that, too? What movie is he directing? Uh, 90s Kids or late 90s? Yeah, mid-90s. Yeah, mid-90s. Is that a serious movie or a comedy? It seems serious, like a coming of age. It's like a coming of age movie. And is he in the movie or no? No, no, he's, he's directing it. it. So I think that will also help, like yeah. show, like he's not just a comedy guy. Like he's doing serious things, both acting and directing. Yeah, so, I think his career is still on the rise. Yeah, I, I definitely don't. He think is far I don't think from he's, peaked. I don't think he's had a dip, really. Yeah. No. It, like, uh, there's probably been a couple of years where he was quiet, but not like yeah. he mm-hmm. put something terrible out and like yeah. he couldn't get work. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. But that, that's, that's probably more accurate. Yeah. Um, I yeah. feel like 
Emma Stone looks so much like Margot Robbie yeah. with her long hair. She does. And then with the curls, I was like, fuck, she looks like Margot Robbie as Tanya Harding. I was like, ah. Oh, in yeah. that last scene? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks like Margot Robbie. I'm like, I don't want to say anything about the scene. That, that, that okay, that's fine. Thing. Please don't. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. <laughs> don't spoil the spoil episode. Spoiler, no spoiling. <laughs> we'll probably talk about more episodes next episode. Do you guys have any final thoughts on the first three episodes? I will be probably sad when it's over. The yeah. series is over. Yeah. Just because it's so much fun when it's a, a fresh new place. It's so creative. But I think it's also important to kind of just recognize that is great, like you're saying, because of itself. There's mm-hmm. nothing extra needed. And I think this is one of the shows where it's going to be very good to rewatch. Yeah. Just all the little things that yeah. you're going to catch up on. Oh, so yeah. Like the Liberty thing. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm excited. There's that. We can talk about the other TV show topic. Uh, Brittany, yeah. the female Doctor Who. Lady Who. Episode one premiered this Sunday to a record-breaking, or almost record, was it a record-breaking? Or just like... It, it was, I think, record-breaking for Doctor Who. I, I think it was say. for the network. Because it was 8.2 million. Overnight and, views. Yes. And it was like the most since the David Tennant premiere. Mm-hmm. That may have been what it was. Yeah. So I don't know if it broke David Tennant's or if it just like was the most since that premiere. What subreddit was that? Probably television. If not Doctor Who. Okay. The woman who fell to Earth achieved 8.2 million UK yeah. viewers overnight. The highest rating in years and the highest for a Doctor's first episode since David Tennant. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she... Was that, was that four Doctors that came before her? Before, since David Tennant? Uh, three? <sighs> David two? Tennant, Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi... Joe, yeah, two in between. Was Eccleston before... David Tennant. Okay. He yeah. was the first. Okay. Oh, he was like the first of the new stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, I he thought... was the first season of the new... And then David Tennant was two through four... Matt Smith was five through eight, and then Peter Quality had nine and ten. So I'm like pretty sure. You like the show a little bit? What? You like the show a little bit? I used to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what'd On you that think, note. What did you think of the episode? <sighs> I had a Are lot 8. of... 8.2 million people wrong? I mean, they watched it. Okay. That's all it says, that <laughs> <Okay>. they watched <laughs> it. Um, Are they wrong? <laughs> should they have watched it? Yes. Okay. Um, should I watch it? I think you'd find it boring, cool. the first episode. <laughs> um, I think, like, if you were interested to see how, like, Jodie Whittaker handles the character, because you've watched a few episodes of Doctor Who now, and, like, from what I can tell, like, you don't, like, love the show, but you like the character. I like David Tennant. You like he, David Tennant. He's a good actor. Yeah, and, you know, like, he makes it an interesting character, and I think right. you'd be interested to see how, maybe not even just her, but, like, anyone else handles it. Yeah. So, I think you'd be interested in, like, seeing that. Um, she's definitely the highlight so far. I think she has like the charm of David Tennant, like I thought she would from the trailers, but in her own way. Uh, she has this like childlike wonder to the world, rather than like a snarky, rather than snarky and like during like the Moffat era, but being very like it just felt like I was watching Tumblr on TV. <laughs> like that's what it felt like. It's not as dark. She's just, like, excited about the world. The and... world's a wondrous new place, and I yeah. get to experience it, yeah. And, like, she kind of, like, touches on it, because when a doctor regenerates, like, they have to figure out who they are every time, because it's a, like, every, like, she explained, like, what regenerating feels like, and it's, like, every, cool. your entire bio- biology is being rewritten, and it's so painful, and you're experiencing it all at once, but, like, every time they regenerate, they're thrown into another catra- catastrophe, and she's like, I'm just trying to figure it all out with you guys. So when they regenerate, just aside from the episode, yeah. do they, is it persistent from when they regenerate or is it a different era entirely? Like, does it have, like, so you regenerate at this time in existence, do they immediately start 
taught their next life in that same period or is it like a different like has it progressed like 10 years or 100 years it's like instant okay, okay. like it just like like if you watch like a regeneration scene it's like they're standing there they had just like experienced something that would normally kill a person and that means they're going to regenerate because they died okay and then like a bunch of energy and light shoots out of them and then they have a new face okay that's that, like that... it looks really cheesy but that's the point no, of the show. it's no, fucking no, campy it's fun it's cheesy it's campy but what about the episode? Or is that like it? Like it was kind of boring for. It was kind of boring, but it's like every other like introduction episode for a doctor. Like the storyline's not that great, but it's fun to watch them and how they tackle the role. I think the David Tennant introduction episode was fucking bad. Yeah, because he was barely in Fight it. Fight me. Yeah, it he was, was barely he was sleeping. In it. He was sleeping episode. like for half the episode. It was a Christmas special. Shitty, <laughs> shitty Christmas. They did, they did it again recently with Peter Capaldi, right? Where they did a Christmas episode with it's Matt usually... Smith and Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I don't think they were both like starring in it. Like it some... was like a double Doctor no, episode. Yeah, because I remember on Reddit seeing that like, oh my god, it's coming out, it's happening. I could be wrong. I just it remember was... that was a big deal. I mean, they did it with Matt Smith and David Tennant. Maybe that's what it was. David Tennant was in an episode with Matt Smith. Weird. Where like their timelines crossed and it was fucked up. I get to watch this. I don't know what's going on, but time travel. Are you gonna keep? Are you gonna keep watching the show? I'm gonna give it another episode or two and see if the the plot lines are interesting. I like that the companions aren't like implied to be love interests like they have been with the men. And that's what you were hoping for. Yeah, like because with the men, it's always like a young, attractive girl, and it's like, of course, they have a fucking crush on the doctor. There's like people like doctors who wouldn't. I mean, except, David Tennant. For Cal, for, uh, Capaldi, Unless they have, like, daddy issues, no. Oh, can't say daddy on this podcast. <laughs> it's been ruined. Sorry. Um, I don't know, because, like, the main companion... Because she has... I think she has three companions, which is more than anyone. Is, is it that normally, like, one or two? It's one, two tops at most. Like, So she has three. The main one is, like, a 19-year-old kid. Um, that's, some, a, that's an adult. That's not a kid. He's basically a kid. He has, like, some, like... Nerve, nerve disorder where oh, okay. he like, like he can't ride a bike because some some reason i forgot what it was called it's apparently a thing he has the thing he can't let yeah and then it's this girl that he went to school with when he was younger and she's now a cop and that's how she got involved in the first storyline and then it's his grandfather because well like his grandfather by marriage so they all know each other then basically. yeah okay but okay. it's weird like seeing this relationship because it's cool that they've already established like some storylines that are going to happen. Like, I think it's going to be about him getting along with his adopted grandfather, I guess. And then he might have like a relationship with the girl he went to school with. And she's just like, you guys are my friends. She just wants to have friends. That's interesting. Cause, uh, what you're saying, it seems it, from what I've seen across just kind of the blips of Dr. Who that have come across my feeds. Interesting. If they maybe try to paint it in a light where she's not romantically involved with anybody at all. That's and you I follow want. this kind of secondary story with the two of them. Yeah. So Which, that, that'd be interesting change. Because they've done it before with companions, but it's always been like they had to try to create this sexual tension between the doctor and his companions because that's what people love to see. But yeah. I like that she has this like wholesome... It's like a kid. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's handling it really well. Cool. It's, there's a lot of pressure on it. Yeah. Uh, definitely so. But, but I'm going to give it another chance. Uh, maybe like a 7 out of 10, 6 out of 10 first episode. Solid. But Jodie Whittaker's performance is like a solid 9, 8 out of 9, okay. 8, 9 out of 10. Words are hard. Just talk approve. Are we ready to move on to Fargo? Last, last topic. Is it More wholesomeness. Or South uh, Dakota. North Dakota and Fargo, Minnesota. Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, because the border. And Brainerd, right. Minnesota. Brainerd, oh my god. I got Paul Bunyan. Well, 
It's in the Twin Cities. She's from Brainerd. Yeah, I mean, the murders happen, right? Like, in Brainerd. Yeah. yeah. So, spoilers for Fargo if you haven't seen it. People die. Yeah. Lots. 22-year-old movie at this point. There's a wood chipper. Uh, so, this is Rob and I's first time seeing the movie. Yeah. What did you think of the movie? Very similar to uh, No Country for Old Men in kind of terms of pacing. It's like it's written and directed by the same people. It's very odd. Weird. I did, I did notice that. The Coen brothers, man, they have, they have a career that spans like at least two decades. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was kind of nice to see that. And it, it was it was good because I, I'm so used to movies that are, that are in similar veins like the, the last one and, and then this one where they just they – punches just keep coming. I don't know if it's just the way that – the medium has changed but it was nice like you didn't see marge for like at least 33 minutes yeah the whole time i was like where the fuck yeah. is this hero yeah mm-hmm. i'm like where what the fuck and then you see him like she's pregnant what the <laughs> fuck it's freezing outside she's going to be a cop yeah mm-hmm. kneeling in snow looking yeah. at shit being a de- basically being a detective but yeah. you know not Just a a in the midwest yeah. where yeah. nothing ever happens yeah. Oh, it looks. I love her part, not partner, but the other cops she interacts Lou. with. Yeah, they all of them. The, the the conversations I think are the standout favorite yes. of the movie. Oh yeah. I want to just like clip every time someone says yeah, and then someone oh, yeah. just replies with a yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like the laziest like oh, acknowledgement yeah. of words. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Minnesota nice. Yeah. Yeah. Everything moves kind of slow there, and it seems like the people move a little slow too. Oh my god! <laughs> I sure loved do. the recount. Of the guy that was at, or the bartender who was like, some guy came in and he was like, I'm out by the lake. It's really boring by the lake. And he kept talking about the lake. And the cop was just like, oh, yeah. Okay. And that was it. <laughs> or the, the, the ladies of the night. She's trying to get answers out of. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the one just kept like rambling. It was kind of funny looking. Well, like how? Uh, he wasn't circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that is. Okay, not- but what did he look like? I don't know. It's kind of funny looking. Just not normal kind of no normal funny looking. Like really funny looking. Like, oh yeah. Uh, I wonder how Steve Buscemi felt about that. <laughs> I think he knows what he. Yeah. Even he knows what he is. I think he knows what he is. He knows what he is. They call him. They call him all crazy eyes. Uh, when I was watching the movie, for some reason, I got it in my head that she was like a top ten hero, and the whole time I was like, why the fuck did they rank her so high? Because I don't think she really. She didn't. She's towards the bottom she, of the list. I think she's thirty three. What's still respectable? She, yeah. Okay, she's not uh, much like a lot of villains we've we've seen. They're not they're they're very different than what, what people consider like horror, mm-hmm. like these just actual creepy people. She was just actually a good person. She was heroic as a person. Yeah, there was she was just doing out. her job. But she was going out of the way, like comparatively yeah. to like Lou. She like, was Lou's doing yeah. She was doing real better. Work. Yeah, than just like taking the facts in. She was like, okay, so I have things. all this. Like, what does this mean? Like, why did this happen this yeah. way? So in her so, context mm-hmm. of her movie, she was definitely a hero. Right. Yeah. And but, I feel like outside of her job, she was good. Like the scene with the ex-classmate and like comforting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then realizing like, oh no, he's yeah. fucking insane. My favorite part at the end when after she had, you know, gone out and saw someone putting their sidekick in a wood chipper and Shooting dealing with them. all this murder. She comes home and just like talking to her husband. He's like talking about his accomplishment of getting a picture of his on a stamp, a stamp. A and she's just stamp. the most supportive, celebratory <laughs> wife. She's a very wholesome person. She yeah. is. And it's like 
this crazy stuff happens to her, but she takes more like interest in other people yeah. around her and her husband and like not belittling him because she's doing very important stuff objectively. I wonder if that's because so much crazy stuff happens where she's like, I want to focus normalcy. on the good, yeah. normal things. And yeah. like my husband that paints. <laughs> mm-hmm. Paints mallards for three cent stamps. <laughs> Just... I, I really always really liked Peter Stormare back from when he was doing the B-dub stuff or mm-hmm. uh, Black Ops. And seeing him in this movie, much like uh, the Big Lebowski, I was like, he still ha- he even had it back then. He's still a good actor and still just kind of fucking weird. But it's just fun to watch him be weird. Yeah. Um, the, the the Buscemi and uh, uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> he looked like kind of. He, no, kind he, of looked he, like, he, he was looked, Ryan Gosling with David Schwimmer. That's what I said. Yeah. He, look, he looks like Gosling from that one movie where he's a motorcyclist who robs banks. I forget what movie it is. He's got all tattooed up. He's got blonde hair. It came out like two or three years ago. I've never seen that. I forget what it's called. I'll, I'll find it later. Um, but that's, that's what I saw him. I'm like, that, that's that's him. But just wow. not him. <laughs> yeah. Their, their, their uh, companionship was very interesting. Because I thought at first they were friends. But it seemed like they were just like working together. Yeah. yeah. They just took a job together. And I feel like Marge was good just because of how stupid the villains were. Yeah. Like she was only they so good so because they just kept messing up and kept doing stupid yeah. things. Like... They were inept in the same way the cops were inept that she works with. And yeah. she's just, like, a step above them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, struck through all the ineptness. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I know what's going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think, I, think she's, I think she's a good hero. I don't think she's clearly not top 10 material. Not even top 20. Obviously, she's rated 33. Yeah. But um, she's worth being on the list. Like, oh, she yeah. stands out. Just yeah. mm-hmm. her niceness and how she interacts even outside her job. Just, like, who she is as a person is someone to look up to. She's very yeah. calm, collected relatable even when like jerry's like yelling at her i'm cooperating (laughs) and she's like don't get snippy like i'm just doing my job and asking questions like Mm -hmm. there's no need for this she doesn't it's not very minnesota of you to be yelling at me sir does she say that no oh okay minnesota nice it's a thing (laughs) even when she was gonna shoot uh i can't think of his name peter stormer's character yeah i don't know brian gosling yeah brian gosling like she's yelling at him like put police put it drop it yeah. And then when she turns, he's got like a fucking leg sticking out of a wood chipper, and she's like, "Stop doing that!" And then he turns to look at her, and she like points to the symbol on her yeah. head while she's Police. pointing a gun. <laughs> yeah, just just calm, just like yeah. I know she's what's going on here. Completely unfazed by the blood everywhere. <laughs> just pouring just like, out. It's like a red giant red snow cone to the left of the screen. Yeah, and she's just like, "Stop it." You, you're doing wrong. Knock this off right now. She's I'm so, going to shoot you. I love it. So, yeah, I, I love Frances McDormand. It's, it's, it's funny because last movie I saw with her was Three Billboards, and it's such a different character. Yeah. yeah. Like She's like an, almost like an asshole in that movie. She's just very tough and intense. Yeah. And yeah. this one, she's just very pleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you would... Yeah. She's funny. a great She's great got range. Actress. She's got she range. does. She won an award. Yeah. She, she was best actress yeah. for Three Billboards. Yeah, which makes sense. And... Fargo. And Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. That's she won her first Oscar from Fargo. Oh. This girl can act. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's keep putting her in movies. Who would have thunk? Well, oh. I mean, that's what happens when you're married to a Cohen brother. Yeah. Oh, she's married. She's married to Joel Cohen. Oh yeah. shit. That's yeah. how she started acting because mm-hmm. they put her in one of their first movies. Which movie was it? Miller's oh. Crossing, I believe. No, it was Blood something. Oh. The nineteen eighty four yeah. movie. I forgot they had movies before. I can't, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But it's some, like, 1984 movie that she's just in. She's in a lot of their movies. Yeah. Anything else to say about Marge? Or is that... No, I think it's, I think it's just very cut and dry for her. I'm really glad she, you guys she good. She finally good. watched it. Yeah. 
You're I'm welcome. Sorry I, I'm sorry I didn't watch it sooner. Now it makes me want to go watch the TV series and be disappointed that it's not as good as the movie. I've heard good things I, about I know. the show. I've heard, yeah, really good things about it. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, recreating the show. It's just, like, taking the place movie. in the same timeline. Like, like, do you know if it's, like, during or after? Is like, after the I think movie? some of it's during. Some of it's, like, right after. Okay. But, like, it's just different people and different storylines. Okay. I was like, how much of a show can you get out of that one thing? David Thewlis is in the most recent season. He is Remus Lupin from Harry saying, Potter. Oh, is it still going on? Yeah. It's oh. only had, like, two seasons, yeah, I think. Yeah, just two seasons. Oh, what the... F- I thought... Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch it because Remus Lupin's I did it. not get the TV, the uh, license plate joke, though, at, at first. I was like, what? I don't, what is that spelling? And then I realized, oh, right, she's just saying that they wouldn't change their name to match their license plate if they it was a vanity plate. Oh, yeah. Because normally you put your name on there. He's like, well, I change the name to the plate. You so didn't get that. I took me, like, because I, I thought it was deeper than it was. And I was, no, nope, very superficial. People aren't stupid. They're going to change his name. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, Rob. Oh, oh Rob. It, that's basically it. So I guess that'll do it for this episode. You guys didn't even fucking play chess. No, I won 13 won. minutes in. You did? How? Yeah, right here. Nice. You can't move. There's, there's no block. I can't move. I didn't think I... I, th- I did it, and I'm like, oh, let's yeah. checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> like as I, soon as he did it, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I was just as shocked. I'm so good at chess, guys. <laughs> I just realized, like, only four pieces have moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, five, five pieces moved. We just, we just took them. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. I think that's the, the fastest game we've played. That's really we've funny. We've played, yeah. I know Eddie and I had a... Think I like was wondering a, why you were taking pictures of the board. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was shocked. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Eddie and I had a like five or ten minute game one time. I believe for one of the chess talk awards. That's I think funny. the second chess talk awards. Okay. I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it, it is funny because I don't tell. Like, yeah. I put it down. And I looked. And I'm like, I think it's tricky. Yeah. It's wow. That's how it goes. Win some, you lose some. That's... Thanks for listening, guys. Next week we'll talk about what episodes four, five, six of Maniac. Yeah, we yeah we could watch uh, four, five, and six. At least four, five, six. Yeah. We'll get a villain, so if anyone else has a villain suggestion, let us know. We picked Fargo because we liked No Country for Old Men, and we wanted a shorter movie, and so we're like, let's do another Cohen film because yep. she's on the list. So if anyone has a villain, let us know. Go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk, or email us, chesstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Go to our iTunes, give us a rating. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on whatever. That's all I got. Dogs, cats, rabbits, send them our way. Murder. Oh, Don't murder your animals. That's not okay. No, no. Don't do that. Please don't. All right. Bye. Bye.